accessing library computer data. Out there, there are no saints. Just people. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Continuing our run through of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Right now we're up to the episode called Resurrection. The eighth episode of the sixth season aired on the 17th of November, 1997. Written by Michael Taylor, directed by LeVar Burton. And in this episode, as I scroll up, an alternate version of Vedic Burial arrives from the Mirror Universe seeking refuge. We're joined by Clay, as always. Clay, how are you? Hmm. That's it. We're that's, done. Pre- that's pretty much it. <laughs> we're, we're done with the show. We're done with Vedic Virile and all that stuff. But we're, we're returning to the Mirror Universe, Clay, which is Discovery's told us is very exciting. So you seem to have are the we, opposite. Are we really returning to the Mirror Universe? Because it seems like uh, we're taking the most boring parts of the Mirror Universe and bringing it into our universe, mm-hmm. which is uh, not exactly riveting television. <laughs> you know... For this uh, for this podcast, I thought what we do is we would just take a podcast we did last year and sort mm. of do a like a half-assed version of it with less interesting uh, people doing the talking and less interesting points and like less interesting analysis and stuff like that. Uh, because I think the show already did this with Cisco and Jennifer Cisco, didn't they? So we're, yeah, we're they kind of, they specifically referenced that too. <laughs> yeah, we're we're kind of treading water. But let's take a break. We're going to play an audio clip. Me and Clay are going to come back. And we're going to break down Resurrection. Now, let me get this straight, Major. You're refusing to press charges. That's right. I don't think Burrell ever intended to hurt me. Well, I suppose we should just send him back where he came from. No, he doesn't want to go back to that universe, and I don't blame him. I know what you're going through, Major. When I met the other Jennifer Sisko, it was very confusing, to say the least. I knew she wasn't my wife. Sometimes she would smile at me a certain way, and then the light would hit her eyes. And it was my Jennifer. All right, Clay. In my internet um, research for this episode, there were two lists that I, I found that this episode uh, was on. It was on one website's The 20 Worst Episodes of Star Trek Across All mm-hmm. the Franchise, which is kind of a noble, uh, notable uh, list to be on, I think, at this point, because there's about 10,000 episodes of Star Trek you could pick from. And the other one was uh, it ranked the Mirror Universe episodes across all of the franchise uh, series, so across Enterprise and TOS and DS9. And this was the seventh out of seven. So it was in last yeah. place on that list of the Mirror Universe episodes. But what did you think about Resurrection? Can't say I disagree with either of those statements. Um, Do you think it's one of the 20 worst episodes of the show? Eh, of the, of the no, franchise? No, I wouldn't say that. I, I think it's one of the 20 most... Uh, boring and would, maybe 20 most uh potential wasting yeah forgettable yeah i actually thought when it started um <clears throat> i actually thought uh uh there is a there is a good story in here somewhere you could you could do an interesting story about um immigration honestly with someone forcing their way into the into the prime universe what do you do do you just let them stay do you right. have to send them back like do you deport them essentially um i think that would be an interesting way to handle that but clearly that's not what they were doing um, no, no. I, yeah i mean it's you know it, not only was it boring but it you know it was very heavy on the 
Bajoran religion, which I don't really care for. <laughs> uh, it featured Vedic Burial, who I don't really care for. Yep. Uh, it featured Kira just being a fucking idiot for most of the episode, which I don't really care for. Um, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I don't listen, that all being said, it's not a bad episode. It's not like poorly made or it doesn't have a story that is like angel one level. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just entirely forgettable and it's, I think it it makes Kira look like a chump, I think. I think it's a, um, I think it's an extremely forgettable episode. I think that the problem is it's almost like. It's it would it would I guess to narrow it down it would make my top twenty episodes of Star Trek where after it ends you kind of throw your hands up in the air and go yeah <laughs> like it's it, there's like what was the it, it's an episode that doesn't seem to really have a point like in in the ending and its whole way through and like anything that they're talking about nothing really seems to be the point of the episode and so yeah. you end up walking away going like why why did they do that especially. It, not that it was done to great uh, great potential or anything. I think we still complained about it. But at least when they did it with the Cisco and Jennifer Cisco relationship, that relationship is, like, vital to the start of the series. You know, like, yeah. her death is what kicks off Cisco coming to DS9. And Burial was always just a wet cardboard character that Kira dated for a couple episodes. That, like, everyone mm-hmm. made fun of his robotic delivery when he... When he turned into a robot and was about to die, people were like, well, his acting improved at least when we hit that point. <laughs> and instead, they bring him back, and it just goes to show that the Brile character never had anything to say in the first place, so bringing him mm. back doesn't do anything for you because he still has nothing to say. Yeah, and there's no, like, closure or anything. You know, it's just... I don't know. Like they, they go out of their way to say that he's yeah, not Yeah, I don't Brile. understand what the point of it was supposed to be. Like, there's no... Kira doesn't learn anything about herself or doesn't like really have any closure to anything uh, as far as Burial goes thanks to what happens in the episode uh, you know he just <laughs> if anything it's even worse because at the end he's like yeah you know what the prophet showed me a vision of us living really happily on a planet somewhere well see you later yeah gotta go you know it doesn't help her uh, it doesn't I don't really know it's it's not about her like getting past her old loves or anything like that because he t- he turns out to be a, a a thief and then she just sort of like stands around while he gets out of there. Yeah, um, yeah. It's yeah. It doesn't really. It feels very much like an early series episode. This feels like a season two or a season three episode. I'd agree. Um, I think that the. You know, like, I, I think something we always complain about with the Mirror Universe episodes is, like, what do you want the Mirror Universe to represent? Like, the the yeah. common thread only seems to be that there are people who look like you over there. Mm. And it, it's really surprising how little they want to do with that concept. They bring it up here, and Cisco has this thing about, like, oh, I met my uh, old wife, but I remembered it's not really her and things like that. And you, you, you can build off of that, but... She, as you're saying, Kira here doesn't really, the the burial of the mirror universe is different enough where it doesn't have that difficulty in seeing him as a different person. Everyone who meets him comments like, hey, he, he's nothing like the old burial who died. He's a much mm. cooler guy. He seems, he seems like real hip and everything. And not if, because of him not being the same person, Kira 
th- there's no um there's no conflict in her relationship with him you know it's like it, he's basically yeah. a different person at this point who just looks the same it'd be like uh dating a twin or something like that it'd be kind of weird but it's not totally bizarre and instead i will just, be honest with you i know a surprising number of people who have done that one of them being my mom <laughs> dated, dated a twin yes interesting wow I, I don't think I've even found it like a uh, identical twin. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Kate, uh, my girlfriend's cousin is married to a guy and she used to date his twin brother previously as well. And uh, yeah, there's the, I've, I've known a couple of people who have done that. It, it's always kind of weird when you hear it, um, <laughs> but I guess it's kind of, I guess it kind of makes sense at a certain level where it's like, you know, I like about 75% of this, but. I could really do with like a different personnel. Oh, there's a second one. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. 2.0 is much better than the, it looks the same on the outside, but 2.0 is a much upgraded uh, perspective. It must be, it must be devastating for the other twin. I think. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess it depends on how the relationship ends. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. No, the only closest I had to that were uh, I had two teachers in high school who were married to, the twin like twin sisters which is weird that they both ended up at the same school teaching the same subject and they were married to an identical twin uh was oh, the, they weren't themselves identical twins no they were not they were two different uh totally random people who didn't look alike at all yeah but they were married into the same family because they each married a twin right but they teach the same subject at the same high school in the same city and stuff like it it all feels weird. like they were meant to be twins themselves Twin by proxy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, interesting. They were probably their souls were probably identical, but their exteriors are not the same at all. No, that's um, that's, that's very uh, uh, that's very Bajoran prophet of you. Yeah, absolutely. I looked into the orb of uh, plot contrivance, and it came out with that as the, the answer <laughs> for it. You know, but I I think the orb is a good thing to go back to. Like every, I think every step of the way of this episode feels like it's the, the plot to me feels like they were writing something. 10 minutes in, they're like, well, I kind of hit the end of my my point here. Uh, how about I throw in another step to the story? So we'll have Burial be, he was in on it. He wants to come over and uh, Mirror Universe Kira is going to come over as well. And she's going to be here. They're going to try to steal the orb. Uh, remember when Burial showed up on Deep Space Nine and before he showed up, they had this like sensor go off and they were like, oh, there's someone, there's a massive surge of power trying to uh, transport onto our deck here. And they, like, had that tracked the whole way as it was happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, why didn't that happen with Kira? And how did she get on the station? Yeah, it doesn't. It's a very, it's um, Star Trek Discovery Discovery level writing, I think. Yeah. People are people are appearing where they need to be. I, I have no yeah. idea where Kira came or unless, uh, unless Burial's transporter thing was malfunctioning. But I don't know if they even mentioned that. Yeah, why even, ma- I, well, I mean, I guess you got to make a big deal out of it to introduce the guy. But it's like, well. The more the more attention you bring to how things work, the more you're gonna go. Wait a minute, why? How did she get on the ship later? Yeah, um, yeah. Sorry, go continue. Um, no, I mean, I I don't really have. Th- th- this is kind of a difficult episode to talk about because it's not really about anything. You know, he no. he like, much like much like Barile's beliefs, he believes in nothing. That's right. He's empty. He he he's he hasn't met a god that he doesn't like or he has Say some line about that. Say what you want about the Dominion. At least they have an ethos. The, uh, but like, you know, even the down to the ending where Briel leaves, 
I don't think he has a good reason for leaving. You know, it's like, yeah, <laughs> why, why, why are well, you she's leaving? She's gonna be pissed at me when she wakes up. <laughs> I shot her with my face up here. Just gonna toss her over your shoulder and just go back to the mirror universe, <laughs> where where she's the like supreme ruler of this. You know, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, why he he obviously doesn't. Uh, the, they say that he loves Mirror Universe Kira, but why? Like, there's no there's no reason yeah. for any of that. Like, nothing... He seems to be having a great time with our Kira. Kira seems to be having a great time with him. But at the end, they just... She has to go... She has to go back, and he has to go back with her. Because, you know, Beryl can't be hanging around on the station. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they should have... I think they could have improved the story if they had revealed Mirror Kira... <laughs> oh, that's hard to say. Uh, mirror Kira earlier because that way you would see the uh, tension between the two sides pulling at Beryl, I think. Whereas this one, it just seems like he's just dicking around, sleeping with Kira, going to church. And then it's, you know, you, you don't, you're not feeling any of that tension for like the first half of the episode. No. Yeah. Um, it's exactly half, that, too. There's 20 minutes remaining when Kira pops up, which it feels like that is a little bit too late. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that leaves you for, like a, like a second half turn in the story. I mean, I'm sure you can come up with something, but um, it, you know, especially because, like, the, the fact that he is so quickly welcomed into, into just the life on Deep Space Nine that they let him wander around. He he pulled a gun on Kira, and that they're just letting him wander around without anybody watching him. And everyone is, they're inviting him to dinner, and, you know, Kira's having sex with him. It's like... <laughs> and Worf I, and Dex think, are uh, point-blanking her about having sex on it, too, which is great. Yeah, you would, you would think that there would be a little bit more um, oversight with this guy who just showed up from the Mirror Universe, which is known to be a bad place. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um... They take him at his word pretty quickly that he's just trying to uh, get away from a bad situation, you know? Well, they I guess they have uh, Mirror Universe Smiley to base that on. I, I guess, you know, it, it's just the what is the Mirror Universe at this point. If it's not the TOS sort of you are an opposite of your person, what, what exactly do you have remaining here besides the fact that you're someone who looks exactly the same? I mean, he's... The, at the least pro- they didn't give him a fucking starship like they did on Discovery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Send him off into retirement. Yeah. The, the the problem with the first twenty minutes is that there is no conflict really there. Like as you say, they resolve it very easily after an extremely weirdly staged hostage situation. Um, I have a lot to say about that hostage. Where they climb, thing. they climb fifty floors on a ladder. Well, why? First of all, why is he oh, holding boy. her around the waist as a hostage? Which is a, an extremely weird way to hold somebody. That's uh, like the way that you hold a, a female hostage on the cover of like a romance novel, right? Or like a heavy metal album uh, would yeah. be would be the way that you'd hold her there. He he storms off with her. Cisco We're not has a asking line. her to actually smell the glove. It's a metaphor. <laughs> Cisco has a line where he talks to Odo and says that there is a specific code going on. He's like one eighty seven green, and Odo goes, "Oh, one eighty seven green." And so I'm I'm thinking that they're setting up Beryl at that point. Like they have some sort of plan to deal with this. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. Kira just has him climb 57 flights of stairs. Just tire uh, him out. What's that? Just tire him out. To, I, I guess, yeah, to take him down. She, she has him climb these stairs. They're huffing and puffing. And then at the end she goes, oh, by the way, your gun is broken. And she knocks him over and they arrest him. Um, 
you know it, it the whole the whole script feels like that it's like written without a purpose it's kind of like you sat down at a desk and you wanted to start writing you didn't have an outline you just started writing and you realized about 10 minutes in you didn't know what was going on so you need to change uh tack a little bit like mm-hmm. it, it's aimless in a way that is really uh frustrating and boring to watch it just it doesn't have a i don't even understand kira's problem here like she's she's like a couple boyfriends removed from Brile at this point like it feels like he's a little bit more in the distance than he needs to be here and they also don't really introduce him at all to audience members who are unfamiliar with him they kind of bring yeah. it up but it doesn't they don't even say in the teaser his name she just says it's you and then it goes to commercial which i thought was interesting yeah i actually completely forgot about Brile and i thought i thought it was um i for I forgot about Beryl completely, and but I knew this was coming up, and in my head I thought it was Mirror Universe Shakar. So oh, okay. when they showed him, I was like, "That's not Shakar," and if it is, <laughs> they didn't. They got a different actor. Yeah, which is even more confusing that they don't say who he is. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was not Shakar. No, I don't honestly know if it would be better or worse if it was. Um. Well, I, I mean, the only thing that they have going here is that Beryl dies, right, in his yeah. his episode. So bringing him back here feels a little bit more poignant. It's like that Black Mirror yes. episode yeah. uh, where yeah. your you know your technology now allows you to recreate a lost loved one oh. or something. Oh my god, such a good episode! But they, I don't think the the Star Trek episode really even touches on that. Like it, it seems no. completely disinterested in the fact that this is a dead loved one come back, and here is your chance to see him. Like. The Black Mirror thing makes uh, is creepy because it works on the level that they can perfectly create your ex for you. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, what does that mean for you? Like, should you love this thing or this person or whatever? But, again, as I've said before, Beryl is not the same person. He's a totally different person, so it's meaningless that he comes back. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they they chose to have Kira just, you know go all in very quickly with with really no thoughts about why it might be a bad idea or where her emotions might be. And I think that would have been the way to go. Because, I mean, you know, you, using that Black Mirror episode as, as an example, every time the, the woman takes a step further towards intimacy with the robot, she is, like, disgusted with herself afterwards. Right. Yeah. And it's, like, it's a really interesting um, emotional... Uh, exploration of of what it is that exactly that she's doing, and I and I know this is you know syndicated TV from the mid to late nineties, but uh, uh, it would it would have been nice for Kira to have some sort of a emotional response or conflict um, dealing with this instead of just like I think I'll bring him to dinner and then I'll take him to church and have sex with him. Right. I mean, on the other hand. If she had been completely cavalier about it, that would have been a way to do it, too, where she was like, yeah, you know, I just did it to did it. I just did it to do it. And uh, that's over now. You know, like, I, I don't know. It, they didn't really choose a path. It was just sort of like she's now this is the she, their, their boyfriend and girlfriend now. And he's converting to Judaism for her. Yeah, there's, I guess there's two ways you could go, uh, go with it, right? You you push off the intendant Kira reveal until the very end of the episode, like she sort of comes back for uh, Mirror Universe Burial or something. And at yeah. that point, the episode is an examination of um, what it means to, for Kira to fall in love with this person, uh, which mm-hmm. is very the Black Mirror episode. The other way to go is if you expose this uh, Mirror Universe plot early, as you were yeah. saying, 
then it becomes more about the sort of thriller. I'll, I'll call it a thriller. It's not really a thriller, but it becomes more about the um, like the plot logistics of how this caper is going to go mm-hmm. off and how they're going to stop it. Mm-hmm. I think either one of those is probably a better result than what they did, which is split yes. the difference and just go down the middle and then exactly at the 20 minute mark, go the other direction. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I'm not going to say that I was uh, distracted or possibly not paying attention for about 75% of this episode. <laughs> but um, can you tell me why they needed the orb? What were they going after the orb for? I don't even, I don't remember. She just wants the power because the uh, she is out of power in the mirror universe at this point, I think, ah, right? I so see. it's kind of it's like yeah, a okay. weapon of mass destruction. Sure. Why not? Yep. Okay. Um, I had completely, I, I, I watched it, uh, again this morning because I was also dozing as I was watching it. I completely forget that at the end, the whole thing that's, that sparks Kira to save the day is Quark just comes up to him and he's like, Hey, I think, uh, I think he's thinking about stealing the orb. Yes. And then, yes. He, then he walks <laughs> off and she goes off and stops him. That's the whole reason. She doesn't even discover this herself. It's just Quark doing a yeah. sort of bizarre out of character thing. Um, at the same time, it's kind of in character, but it's out of, out of character for him telling her, I think, ab- about the whole caper thing. And even so, when she confronts him, when she he confronts when she confronts Beryl as he's trying to steal the orb, he's like, how long have you known? And she's like, I didn't. Cork told me. It's like, what? That's where you should. That's where <laughs> she should be like, honestly, I've I always had it in the back of my mind that there was something wrong here. But, you know, it. But when I was talking to, you know, like so the, the, the discussion with Quark should be Quark should be her doubt being voiced. Right. Sure. Um, if not literally, but just like what he's saying to her should be the thing that's like reinforcing her doubt. So when she goes and she finds out that he's he's, you know, stealing or whatever, she should be like, yeah, you know, I kind of had a feeling this was going to happen. But she's like, no, I had no idea. Quark told me you were going to do this. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, you look like a chump here, Kira. Just, just a, a very, a very strange ending. Even the uh, the intendant Kira asking the Bajoran security guard for a massage, which is yeah. how she takes him out. I, li- I like um, intendant. That's a, that's a that's a long way to go for a uh, distraction <laughs> ham sandwich. <laughs> I like intendant Kira um, just because I think Nana Visitor plays her extremely. Um, I think it's well. I would say well, but I like the way yeah. she speaks because she says everything as though she's a half a second away from orgasming, which is like a, a nice touch. So she's <laughs> she's very breathy and very um very silly the entire time. But it's like her. I think her performance as the intendant is always the best part of these things because she's so gloriously over the top in a uh, TOS kind of way that it works. Yeah, yeah. The um. The way that she disarms that guard, I think I think you should save those moves for if you need to get something. Like if there if there's uh, something on the guard, like a key or something you need or something like that. Instead of like <laughs> instead of just stopping to have get a quick sensual massage before you punch him in the face, <laughs> I think there's a quicker way to to connect those dots. But then um, she, she insults would, his uh, massage skills too at the end. Yeah, it would be great if there was a if there was a scene on the Orville where someone did that, and then it, it they just start she just starts making out with him for like fifteen minutes, and then they cut back and she's still making out with him, and then she just punches him. Yeah, I think we're pretty much um, we're done with this one. I think <laughs> resurrection is not something that is uh, to be remembered or to really even pull anything. Out of, I mean, I, I guess before we go, Clay, would you say that you would fix this one 
just by going in one of the two directions with it? Do you think that's a good enough thing? Like, does this even need to exist after the Cisco and Jennifer thing, which I think did it better than that? Like, if you if you if you had to do this one, is there a way to take it in a different path than the Cisco and Jennifer Cisco story? Um. Well, I might throw Odo into the mix uh, if you needed something else to do because there. Uh, <clears throat> if you're if you're getting into Kira's love life and 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 the past versus the present and the future, um, involving Odo might be a way to go. Uh, you know, you could have him. The fact that he's the fact that he's basically not in it at all. Uh, and they have this random person from the mirror universe wandering around the station, and he's not there at every moment being like, what are you doing? You know, uh, it seems like he would be all over that. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, that would give you an excuse to get into that with the with, with her a little bit if you wanted to. E- even if not directly, you could at least have it there as a reminder that that, that stuff is going on, you know? I mean, they, they, they name check it very briefly when she's trying to find a person to go to dinner with. Um, some very interesting choices in in uh, in Dax's little black book. Apparently, yeah, yes. That was that, um, that was the strange... Kira is surprisingly shallow. I'm going to side with Dax on this one. I mean, the be, be, being able to see through someone's skull is one thing that might take a little bit getting used to, but a third eye is just a third eye, man. Yeah. <laughs> Total Recall has shown us the thing or two about that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. I I don't um. I guess originally the script was supposed to open with them talking about um, they're looking at some of ZL's artwork in Kira's quarters, which I think mm-hmm. is a little bit more profound because I, I think that ties into with, with her death, it ties into Burrell's death a little sure. bit better too. Like it's a weird thing to cut. I, I would have cut their hallway walking scene about the, you know, being so vain that she doesn't even know the song is about her and instead replaced <laughs> it with someone you know, a discussion about someone who had recently died. Maybe that makes it yeah. a little bit more thematic. It's it's just a yeah. weird, weird cutting and weird sort of uh, way to take the episode that they went with it. Yeah, the, I mean, the opening scene obviously makes it about it's. You know, it's going to be about Kira's love life in some sense. Yes. Um. But yeah, they don't even really do anything with it. They just use that as a framing device to get the guy there, and like you know, they don't explore anything. It's it, bringing it up that explicitly doesn't really pay off. Let's uh let's take a break. We're gonna play an audio clip, and then we're gonna come back and read some patron thoughts. Give our final thoughts about resurrection. Tell me everything that's happened since you got here. Mm, later. I'm too tired. Right now, all I want to do is go to bed. Mm, even better. <laughs> I said I was tired. You've never been tired before. That's been a long day. <sighs> I don't think you're pleased to see me. Oh, it's her, isn't it? (laughs) The Mater's gotten to you. Don't be stupid. Oh, I'd be disappointed if you didn't find the Major intoxicating. I mean, after all, she is me. Or the next best thing to me. So, what did you think of her? You are crazy. Oh, we know what I'm like. What about her? I am not going to discuss this. Oh, please. Please. I really want to know. She's wonderful. All right, so 
If you support the show at patreon.com slash the Penske Valley, you get to leave your thoughts about upcoming episodes. That's one of the perks. It's a good way to support the show. You also, if you're a uh, $10 supporter on Patreon, get to leave your, uh, well, we give a little shout out here at the end. Am I ready to do that? No, I'm not ready to do that. So I'm not going to do that right now. We're going to read the uh, <laughs> patron thoughts. Captain Quirk says, Resurrection. This episode could have been something, but unfortunately, Kira and Brow's relationship was never compelling enough for the audience to care about his return here. The episode does demonstrate, however, that good or evil, Boral remains boring across all universes. More like Boral, am I right? Boral. Norman Buckwald says, For all they could have really done with a Mirror Universe episode where the main story is someone interferes with the Prime Universe, the whole idea of, quote, stealing an orb seems preposterous. I mean, who? What would intent? What would intend? I always want to call it superintendent. What would intendant Kira think? <laughs> it would help her or the alliance that maybe an orb could stop the duplicate defiant. I mean, what was the plan? Emir Baral must certainly have guts to steal Worf's Mechleth, given what he knows of the Regent and his wrath in his universe. But otherwise, the story was weak. A retread of what Benjamin already experienced with the Mirror Jennifer. Thus, not anything really new on that theme, and it ends up being truly disappointing. It's true. Superintendent, I, Superintendent Kira is just evil because she never gives enough snow days to the kids. I know. That's a, a <laughs> Super Nintendo Chalmers. I was also, um, <laughs> I was kind of struck by how little Burial seemed to react to the Prime Universe people. I guess it's the plan because he knows that he's going there, so he, he doesn't really act surprised when he sees people. But he, he should have a relationship with the Mirror Universe because a lot of these people in his Mirror Universe are like leaders of the galaxy, basically. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But he doesn't seem to care at all. Yeah. Zam Nuclear Vessel says, This thing makes no damn sense, even for a Mirror episode, but having the Mirror character be the protagonist makes it more interesting to me than the Cisco jennifer episodes. Plus, the Intendant disguised as the Major is unreasonably sexy. Um, I don't know if I'd agree with that. I think the Cisco and Jennifer thing just works better on a story level. It's just more yeah, interesting. Yeah, it makes more sense. Me. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Cobbs says, Resurrection, guess who's back? Back again. Burial's back. Warn your friends to skip this. More one. like, more like Burial be doing literally anything else than watching this ever again. <laughs> Yarpy says, "Just one word to describe this episode: Boreal. shit sandwich." Boreal <laughs> agreed. Uh, Will Yates says, "This doesn't seem to be the Kira I come to know." I'm sure Odo feels great about his decisions up to this point. Quark didn't get a thing from his warning, which shows his deviation from his own society. The dirty old man it came out in me in full force when Burrell said he wouldn't stop eating and Kira looked at him funny. Meh. <laughs> why, you know, why was he so hungry in this episode? Yeah, I thought that was going to come into play. Before they turned in, before it turned into, uh, you know, Mira Kira. Damn it. Mira, Mirror Kira. <laughs> Mira Kira. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there and they're trying to steal an orb or some shit. I thought it was going to, I thought it was just going to be straight up uh, she was gonna have. She was having this relationship with Burial, and it turned out for some reason he was die. Like his metabolism was going up because of the, you know, like one of those things. Yeah. Where he's just, I can't stop eating. It turns out he's got some sort of disease that's gonna kill him. And then it's like she's like, "What? I I can't lose you again. I've just gotten you back," or you know that kind of shit. Is it like Star uh, Trek thinner or something? It's yeah. It's- well, no, but you know, like some some stupid yeah sci-fi reason you know, that him coming to this reason. universe is killing him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I guess it was just the fact that everybody's, you know, starving and impoverished in the Mirror Universe. I don't know. But they definitely leaned into it to seem like it had a point. Yeah, I mean, um, I, he, he 
because he's he's never really clear about it. he brings it up in kind of a weird way too he's like i he because he brings it up he's like i don't understand why i'm so hungry so it's not like he's like yeah i'm starving and i don't know what starvation means True. and therefore yeah. i don't understand eating so it's it's weird that he would bring it up that way yeah it it seemed like it seems in line with what you're saying where it feels like there were two ideas they just slammed together because that feels like it was an idea that could have led to something like I was talking about, which very much would have been in line with the first half of the story. It seemed that they were telling, um, but then you, they him, turned him in, dying off. At the, do you mean like him sort of dying off at the end? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if that was a. It, it would not surprise me if the original story was more in that line. But then they're like, eh, it's mirror universe. We got to punch it up a little bit and make it more interesting. So then they did the whole orb thing. And then the eating thing was just something that, you know. Stuck in there. Just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could easily see that happening. Uh, Matthew Ross says, really? Really? You don't know that evil Burial is evil? Jeez, Kira. Come on. Anyway, the whole plot is ridiculous. The transporter and apps always, uh, I think he means ops. Transporter and ops always seem dumb. Case in point, Kira couldn't kick Burial's ass before the docking port. The plan was to get captured, I suppose. The lack of an orb parallel also makes no sense as to why Burial didn't just kill evil Kira. At least they mentioned the war in a sentence here. Hey, did you know the Dominion are out there? Remember? On to the next pause in the war story. And our final comment is... Let me scroll down here. Sorry, everyone. I'm on the laptop. And for whatever reason, using the laptop is just killing me. Killing me of hunger. Kyle Barrett says, Resurrection... It's very disappointing that after the occupation arc opening up potential new stories for Kira, the show immediately backtracks the two previous storylines that didn't work the first time around in Burial and the Mirror Universe. The least they could have done is use the Mirror Universe for what it's for and draw some parallels between Kira and Mira Kira after Kira's dark time as a collaborator during the occupation or something. And the only reason to bring back Burial would be to watch him die a horrible death, but sadly he makes it out alive. All in all, total feces. Do they ever send the dominion to the mirror universe or have the dominion become aware of the mirror universe because i think that would be kind of cool i don't think they do we have two episodes left one is a ferengi based one i think yeah um and then there's the goodbye one i I do not believe the dominion ever become aware of the mirror universe that's too bad you think they don't know i don't know i don't know what you do with it but that'd be interesting yeah especially because the mirror universe at this point in the series is clearly running on fumes uh, where yeah. there's like something needed to be done there. Um, before we go to our final thoughts, like we told you when I started the mirror universe episodes, I was like, this generally starts out okay. And we thought the first episode was pretty good. I think we both gave it mm-hmm. fours, but then they, they kind of fall apart after that. Um, and I don't know if you talked about that, uh, or if we've given our reasons for why we think that is, I, I think it's just, it's just a lack of, the mirror universe is just something that doesn't benefit from being seen a lot. It's it's a quick hit. Yeah. One episode, it kind of works, and you can kind of get a quick shot of like what everyone's up to in this weird universe. But the the more you go back to it, if you don't have a strong plan of what this mirror ver- mirror yeah. universe means to somebody, it really mm-hmm. feels like a pointless little like we need a filler episode. Let's go to the mirror universe. Yeah, you, it doesn't work unless you have an angle on it. You know, you can't just go there for the sake of going there. Um, you, you need to have some sort, you need to be making a point in your story where your mirror universe is literally being used as a reflective surface for a, something that you are dealing with, with your characters and your regular story. You know? Right. Yep. Um, and yeah, so when they go there for the sake of going there without actually having that 
reflective surface, then you get stuff like this. So you get stuff like the, you know, middle quarter of uh, the season one of Discovery. Yeah. 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 Middle quarter. (laughs) You know, the middle quarter. (laughs) It feels like um, when they do things like this, it feels just kind of like surprisingly they're like, hey, we want to bring back that actor and have him come back again. What's a way we can do yeah. that? Oh, we'll bring him yeah. his mirror universe into the fold and it, it ultimately is totally pointless. At least at least we we have met original Barail. If this was Discovery, it would have been like mirror universe Barail shows up and everyone's like who's this guy? We don't know who this guy is. We've never seen a character named Barail before. Right. Kira says I dated him 5 years ago. Yeah. 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 Um which is maybe what this episode actually would have felt like if you'd never seen the previous Burial episodes as a DS9 yeah. fan, uh, which would have been an interesting way to go about it. Uh, let's give our uh, thank you patrons for uh, chiming in there. Clay, why don't you give your final thoughts and rating about this one? Um, I'm going to give this just because I think it needs to be done because I think uh, I think this... this se- I think this the ratings I've been giving have been generous to middling, and so I'm going to give this a one because I think this is the worst episode that we've seen in a while. It's not it's not the worst overall uh, that I've ever seen, but as far as like what the show should be doing at this point, I think this is a big uh, you know trip up. Yeah, I'd agree as well. I'm going to give it a one. I think it is the worst episode we've seen in a long time. Um, offensive and how little it does with anything really yeah. just like really just a failed a yeah. failed undertaking it's not like it the uh meets the definition of my two which is like an idea that kind of goes off the rails like it doesn't even really have an idea that can go off the no. rails it just kind of no. coasts along and extremely boring i watched it last night and i dozed off a couple times which is why i had to rewatch it this morning again with like full attention um just really not about anything a, a really yeah. poor example of what the show and as you're saying this is season six um they should at least even be able to salvage terrible ideas at this point and turn them into something, and they don't do that at all. Well, hopefully, hopefully the show is listening and they, you know, see what we've rated this, <laughs> and they uh, they step their game up for the remainder the 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 last quarter of the season. <laughs> step it up for next year, guys. Yeah, and uh, do your fix in the documentary. Just get out there, play late. your game, keep your head down, make good plays, guys. Thank you very much for listening and our captain tier supporters. I'm now ready to do this. If you're a captain tier supporter on Patreon, you get a shout out. Special thanks go to Andrew Cherlog, Ben Douglas, Bradley Killens, Captain Quark, Cardinal Doomsday, Christian Pouch, David K, Dwayne Hackett, Eric Johnson, Yarpy, Joint Mango, Kevin Reyes, Kyle Barrett, Matt Flores, Matt Cutler, Matt Ross, Mike Burnett, Nathan Elliott, Neil Brennan, Nick Sergi, Robert Cummins, Russell Elledge, Samuel Custer, Grim Santo, Sean, Spinobi, Stephen Cobb, Tark Latif, and Will Yates. Thank you very much for supporting the show, guys. I'm sorry we all had to make it through this episode again. Resurrection, and now what is dead can remain dead. Uh, check out all the links down below. There's all the social media, blah, blah, blah. Patreon.com slash the Penske file if you want to support the show. Clay, do you have anything you want to say? Uh, no. Got a, well, I got a Kickstarter again. I'm going to keep plugging this because I need your money. That's right. Uh, I got a Kickstarter coming out next month. Got probably going to be late in July uh, for a graphic novel I'm doing called Bloody Hell, which is about magic vikings in world war one uh historical nonfiction, clearly um and as that gets closer to happening you will hear more about it and that's all all right yeah so start saving uh the the spare change that you find under your seat cushions and by yeah. uh, one by- of my one of my uh I, I haven't put this out anywhere yet but one of my 
Kickstarter reward tiers is going to be a, a, an actual battle axe that I've done a sketch on the blade of. Oh, nice. So, uh, you know, start start putting away your, your Christmas money. <laughs> Save up, folks. If you don't uh, want to support the show on Patreon, that's a good way to support the show in a, a way... Uh, in, in one way is just that is literally only beneficial to me. <laughs> if you really like me and are only okay with Wes, just donate to my Kickstarter. I, I kind of started down that path. I was like, wait, this is going to come out horribly uh, offensive. I'm not going to say that. I I kind of had horribly to pull offensive to you. I had to pull. I had to pull a a resurrection right there and sort of flip track halfway through what I was talking about and make it more interesting. But yeah, if you want to um. If you uh, don't support the show in any other way, this is one of the a good way to do it, and it does not impact me whatsoever. So if you despise me, you can do this and support Clay. We'll put a link up to his <laughs> Kickstarter when it happens. Until then, start saving your spare change, and then you'll be able to uh, to have a copy of uh, the book, I'd assume, at uh, the end point. That's got to be one of the tier rewards. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. We're done with the resurrection. The next one is uh, Statistical Probabilities, I believe is the episode. Let me check and make sure that that is true. Uh, yeah, statistical probabilities. So, a tongue catcher, tongue trip of a uh, title will be coming in a couple days. Until then, see ya.